Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Colin, we're wearing the same clothes as the last podcast, mm-hmm. but it's because we're recording them back-to-back, and mm-hmm. we had to get this content out, right? That's what we had to do. Are you yeah. ready to talk football? Are you ready to talk some North Texas Mean Green football? Feels weird to talk football, you know? Yeah, got to flip the mind. It's always football season, Colin, though. That's one thing you learn in the content game. It's, it's always, always football, football season. season. Isn't always that a shame? Season. No, it's it's life. It's, that's what I. That's that's. What he goes. Mm, well, trust me. Here at LSU, it's just it's football. It definitely isn't basketball. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it's definitely not basketball. When in doubt, just do a football story. That's my that's my life. Whenever in yeah. doubt, just be like, hey, dang, I don't know what to write about football. Boom, easy. Go. Um, we're gonna be talking about the North Texas football schedule schedule release. Um, yep. specifically with the uh the American Conference, as everybody knows, North Texas will be going there for the first time. Um, moving from Conference USA, doesn't that uh, feel weird to say now? It does. You're no, we're we're no longer in the purgatory that is Conference USA. I'm gonna miss it though. I'm not at all gonna miss it. <laughs> first thing I said when uh Bruni uh, showed me where to get the schedule for the AC. And they tweeted out this nice little gridded schedule. I'm like, the conference USA has never done this before. <laughs> no. We're already we production value is already taken a step above. It's already yeah. different. The only thing I'll miss about conference USA, and I said this before, is the uh, basketball tournament in Frisco. Yes. That is yes. that is what I will. The only thing I'll miss, and it's not like I go to that anymore, anyways. You Where's know? the AAC tournament, or do they do like? Um, I think they're based in Fort Worth. Now, I don't know where the tournament is. I don't know where the basketball tournament is, AAC but they basketball. I believe their headquarters are in Fort Worth, so you can figure figure that one out wherever it is. But um, Fort Worth, baby, it's in Fort Worth. Dickies yeah. Arena, Dickies Arena. Yeah, that's where. Uh, Let me tell you, that is an upgrade to the star. You no, know, it's definitely an upgrade. <laughs> Let me tell you, but they won't have the back to back stadium. Uh, courts going at the same time, Colin. Listen, that was part of the after appeal. the first year, it was overrated. You, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> Who cares, bro? When I had to do great. the pictures, no. When I had to do the pictures, I had to go between. Okay, yeah, you know what that's I'm okay from a photography standpoint. But I'm saying you could watch the second half of one game, go over and watch the second half of the other game, and just keep going. Yeah, back but didn't? Forth. But I feel like the first year was the best year, and then the years after that, it kind of got like worse in quality. You know what I mean? Like they kind of like it was a little bit more. Jank. It was definitely a novelty initially. Like we were like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Yeah, like, with the curtain, man. Yeah. This is- this is awesome. And North Texas lost early, so we were just watching teams like the good teams play. And uh, no, remember that was Middle Tennessee lost to Southern Miss. Uh, were you? Oh yeah, the first year. Yeah, first yeah, year. Yeah, I shot that game. They had it there. Yeah, I shot and that game. Middle lost to. Yeah, that was the year Marshall went crazy with mm-hmm. John Elmore. Yep. But uh, I mean, the, they had the light issue where like half the court was like black. Yeah. And, on TV broadcast. So listen, man. All right. No hard. The American though, Colin. The American. It's enough talking about Conference USA basketball, for God's sakes. It's a football podcast. Lock in. Lock in. Let's go through the schedule. All right. Like I, like I said, there's a full grid. As we know, the American now consists of – let me read off the teams. This is not the schedule. These are the teams in the American. Yep. UAB, Charlotte, East Carolina, FAU, Memphis, Navy, North Texas, Rice, South Florida, SMU, Temple, UTSA, Tulane, and Tulsa. Okay. So, with that being said, uh, we've talked at length, at length, um, over the past two years about how easy North Texas' schedule was and how it did them a lot of favors and how Mm -hmm. they were probably, you know, around the 100 range in terms of teams, but they played a bunch of teams that were, 
<laughs> in the bottom 10 of the country. Mm-hmm. That will not be the case this year. All right. Now I say that full well knowing North Texas went out of its way. And I don't know if Ren did this or I think Ren probably did this. I don't know. But they got La Tech and FIU. They said, no, we're still playing La Tech and FIU from Conference USA no matter what. So they got them as two non-conference games here. Doesn't that hurt uh, you a little bit? We'll go. Th- well, which part? I want to see something mixed up. I feel like I, I feel like too. this is like going back to an old girlfriend, right? You know what I mean. It's like, like you have your new girlfriend, new girlfriend, but then yeah. you cheat on her. Yeah, and you just like, at the like, beginning. Like wasn't a couple years ago Cal FIU La Tech that would have been like a real scheduled thing because they played yeah. Cal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, but my point, the point is, is that in conference now you don't have FIU, you don't have La Tech, um, you still have Rice, but you don't have UTEP, who is always bad, you know. Um, and you kind of move on from there. So let's go through the schedule. Okay. Non-conference schedule is Cal week one, FIU, La Tech, by, and then Abilene Christian. Yep. Those are the, those are the four. Um, and I believe Cal is at home, FIU and La Tech are on the road and ACU is at home. That is correct. What do we think of the non-con? Which we which we knew. We knew this would be the non-con. This was not a release of the non-conference schedule, but now we're talking about it. So like loss, loss, loss and wins. Let me go through this. Cal win. Okay. So they're going for no then? Because like, sorry, sorry, Cal loss. Sorry, Cal loss. Cal loss. Sorry. Okay. But look, here's the whole thing. Here's the whole thing. And I, I, I remember talking to Ren about this a good amount, was they didn't do traditional like buy games, you know, they don't play georgia or ls like the last two years uab has played georgia and lsu and this year uab plays um georgia again like they don't have one of those games you know last year their non-conference schedule which we talked about was smu texas southern unlv and memphis like those are four winnable games right yeah that's the whole purpose of what ren baker and i mean probably seth latrell to a degree but like the brain trust was thinking like hey we don't need to sell our souls to get beat down 56-0 for that check. Okay? We're going to schedule Cal. We're going to schedule um, you know, these two F- FIU and La Tech games and then Abilene Christian. That, in theory, could be a 4-0 start to the season. Right. At the very, very, very minimum, it's 2-2. Two and two, And usually, I think it would be 3-1. and one Because, I mean, La Tech, I think, is going to be significantly better than they were last year. But still, I would expect North Texas to probably be favored even on the road in that game. So, what are we thinking? Three and one, probably. I was thinking two and two. Damn. Okay, we're already starting off with the negativity here, Colin. It's not right. negative. You have a new coach, new team, new conference. Right. La Tech. And La Tech. La Tech. Yeah, but they have a good recruiting class. Let me tell you that. <laughs> okay, so that's the non-conference there. This is why we're here now to talk about the conference slate. Yeah. So after playing Abilene Christian at home, and let's remember the bye week was week four for North Texas, which is kind of annoying. It's kind of too early. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, really you don't. Want. No one. I mean, yeah. I'd rather have it like week six, seven, or eight. But anyways, so after that, they have Navy on the road, Temple at home, Tulane on the road in New Orleans, which we already said we're going to be at, barring scheduling conflict memphis at home so those are the first four navy on the road temple at home tulane on the road and memphis at home what do we think of those four 
my concern is I think that Navy game determines the season. Yes, because that's one of your few winnable games, right? You have to win that game. But here's the thing. North okay. Texas is not used to playing AAC teams. I am going into the season fully expecting a melt meltdown. But not like where it's like I, I'm I'm like Let's upset. Schedule. Okay. Let's finish the schedule and then you can get your point well, out. You told me you told me to give you the thoughts on those four games. Yeah, but then you started going big picture about having a meltdown. Those are four games. Well, you said Navy was the season, apparently. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. So I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to Navy, but I'm not going to be overly upset because North Texas year after year, and we talked about this, there's the whole gripe of the last season was you're playing all these cupcake games until you don't. And I don't think, I think Navy last year, if you had them in Conference USA, they'd probably be a pretty good Conference USA team. Last year, Navy they went, went four and eight. Four and eight. Um, but if you look at it, they did lose to, to Memphis by uh, 24, but then barely lose to Air Force, who was a very good team. Beat East Carolina, beat Tulsa, lost to SMU by six on the road, yeah. lost to Houston by 18, uh, lost to Cincinnati by 10, lost to Notre Dame by three, beat UCF, and barely lost to Army in double overtime. Yeah. So, so my point is, is that you're playing – Right, we've talked about this the whole time. You're playing a different tier. Now, I would like them to win because that was the whole point. You you, you got rid of Seth, right? Like, Eric Morris was brought in for a reason. But I think that that game would get made up somewhere else with, diff- with the different performance. I'm not looking for wins, losses. I'm looking for how they play against better competition. Like, if you go into the Navy game and you lose by, you know, three, like, I'm not going to go, oh, the season's over. If you go to Temple and you lose by a touchdown, but it's, like, at the end of a game or whatever – perfectly fine i am looking for how you were playing these teams because time after time again we are so disappointed with how they they come up against teams that are better than the worst and i just want to see a team that's competitive and competent and that's all i'm looking for this season okay i don't know if you have the same i I have a similar feel i I will push back the only thing i'll push back on is you have to be temple (laughs) Uh, Temple, I, I guess, think, won one. I guess one I don't know how bad year. Temple was last year. Yeah, but. Temple won one game. Well, we're getting used to the American. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. We're we're training wheels, Colin. Training wheels. Training wheels. Training wheels. Uh, you have to beat Temple, and you'll probably have to beat Tulsa. So, look, this is what I'm saying: is that you have to beat Tulsa, you have to beat Temple. Let's just say those are two wins. Okay. I know some people want to write on write off Navy as a win as well. I'm not so fast to do that on the road, knowing how the service academy schools play like that's that's a tough yeah game. um but anyways you have those two all right now let's finish the four let's do the next four so like i said navy temple tulane memphis you then have utsa at home smu on the road tulsa on the road and uab at home yeah those that four game stretch of tulane smu Oh, I'm sorry. I read the wrong one. No, no. I, I mean, I read the right one, but I was about to read the wrong one. Of Tulane, Memphis, UTSA, and SMU. I jokingly said this, but I, someone let me know if it's true. That might be the toughest four-game stretch in North Texas history. Yeah. Like, I, again, I, I'll go back straight <laughs> at some point like, and look it up. I know they had a tough non-conference. Well, well, let's ago. do this. Let's go recent history. Okay, recent sure. History. Recent yeah. history. Somebody, somebody let me know if I'm wrong. Tulane on the road. Okay, this is a team that just beat USC in the Cotton Bowl. 
would just want a, a New Year's Six Bowl and like is you know was on the fringes of freaking being a top five team in the country. Whatever. Tulane. Okay. Cool. Not even expecting a close game in that one. Not at all. Memphis. All right. They're going to be better than last year. Okay. I promise you that. Um, that game is the most winnable of the four, in my yeah. opinion. But Memphis, year after year, I, th- I think they're going to be better than they were last year. Okay. And I think last year's team, obviously, North Texas said they beat them on paper. They did not win the game, though. Uh, I think that Memphis team will be very tough. You then have UTSA returns Frank Harris and a lot of other guys. And they're going to be trying to basically win the conference this year. Okay. Yeah. We know about them. Then you have SMU, and we already know about SMU. Yeah, I talked to plenty about boy, SMU. I talked to my guy Billy Embody. I said, "What's what, what's the prediction?" Because he did his own podcast, you know, going through the schedule. I said, "What's the prediction?" He said, ten and two." I was like, "Yeah, they probably have the most pressure on them." SMU does of any team in this conference at this moment because yeah. all the big boys left. SMU views themselves as a big boy. SMU should win the conference. Like that's their thinking. All right. After that four game stretch that I just said is the toughest four game stretch in North Texas history where I don't have any context of what it was like in the 90s, 80s, whatever you want to say, um, or even 2000s. You get uh, Tulsa on the road, which I think will be a very, very tough game, but a winnable game. But again, let's just give it to them. Then you have UAB. Like, this is where we're at. Who, again, also has a really good recruiting class. Yes. So, Colin, when I say those eight games – of Navy, Temple, Tulane, Memphis, UTSA, SMU, Tulsa, UAB. What is your expectation for this team? Give me three wins. I agree. 100. I would be very happy with that. That's all I need. All I need. And I expect those wins against like a UAB. Temple, obviously, you told me they're awful, which is good. And then it's either Tulsa or Navy. Yeah. Everything else, all I'm looking for is competent, competitive, something. I think you said it right. You beat Temple. Let's say they beat Tulsa or Navy, all right? Win one of those two. And then you beat one of the big boys. You beat one of the good teams. You beat either yeah. Memphis. You beat, um, you know, UAB. Because you beat an SMU or something like that. You win one of those, five, what is that, four games? Tulane, yeah. Memphis, UTSA, what, SMU, UAB. When was the last time North Texas played a team in conference and it was exciting that they won the game? And I mean that in the sense that, like, I feel like these last seven years – well, we'll go six years. We've gone into every conference game thinking that they are going to win because that was their expectation in the preseason. And yeah. now, if like if you, like if they come out and they like they somehow beat Tulane, like that's bigger than the Arkansas win. Like that, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like that. No point did they ever beat a UAB, and we go, oh, that's a big, big, big. Well, win. remember like, well, like overall, the only one is and this is this was up for debate, but uh, however we want to view this is the UTSA win in 2021. Sure. The yeah. Okay. Sure. That that's that's the one that where would be like, that. I guess that's what they yeah. That's that was them overcoming, and that was hopefully for us. That's what we viewed it to be the turning of the corner to a degree. Yeah. Right. Obviously, they go on to lose the bowl game, and they and they had last year, and you know, rest in peace. But regardless, but do you know what I mean? Like you have multiple teams in the conference schedule that are now, you're not expected to you know. I want to say not be competitive, but you're not ex- like the, we know these teams are really good. Like there's no FIU. There's no Southern Miss. There's no uh, who's a really bad team from years past. It's just always been bad. Uh, it's, but look, 
they don't get here's here's what I kind of like about the schedule. I kind of like that this is a hard schedule for them. And I say that because they don't get rice. Yeah. Right. They don't and they don't get USF. And USF, while historically has been a decent program, they they were the worst team in the conference last year. So you arguably don't get the two worst teams in the conference. Um, now, with that being said, they also don't play FAU or East Carolina, who would give both teams would give them absolute problems. Yeah. But we're looking at the schedule. It's a pretty tough schedule. And I think it's a really good first year schedule to where we go into it saying if this team, if this coaching staff can get them on the right tracks, like you said, they might not make a bowl game. Like they might go five and seven on the year or they might go six and six. But if, if things look right, then we'll know it. Right. And if it, it's look the eye right, test, that's what if this year the is. eye test looks good. I sincerely think they make a bowl game at six and six. Yeah. Even with five games where they're going to be a touchdown plus underdogs. Like that's, that's just how it goes. So, yeah. um, and honestly, maybe six. like you have Cal Tulane, Memphis, UTSA, SMU, UAB. Yeah. Six very, very tough games here. Six games where you're probably going to be four plus point underdogs. How many of those can you be competitive in? How many of those can you cover in? You know, all that stuff matters to me. And then can you take care of FIU and La Tech? Two road non-conference games against Conference USA schools um, in the uh, in the non-conference. So, um, yeah, I think overall, I think it's a, a pretty reasonable schedule. I mean, it's not an easy schedule, but I was looking at SMUs, not to change subject if you still have something on North Texas, but I was looking at SMU schedule, and this is part of the reason Billy had them going 10-2. and two. They don't play um, FAU. They don't play um, UTSA, and they don't play Tulane. Yeah. Like, look at SMU yeah, they got the a, cleanest they a, draw. They have, a, they have a really nice draw, actually. <laughs> uh, they got the cleanest draw. And so, again, SMU will have the pressure on it. UTSA will have a lot of pressure on it, especially in that, like, week one game against Houston for UTSA. Uh, if we just bounce around a little bit. I mean, UTSA has to play – UAB, FAU, East Carolina, back to back to back, um, and then you know North North Texas, Rice, USF, and Tulane. Yeah, like UTSA schedule has Houston, Tennessee, UAB, FAU, and Tulane on it. It's 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 a step up for everybody. That's what yeah. we're trying to say. Yeah, this is which is which is what everything is. It's everything everyone wanted. Yep, like exactly like all of these games. Like it's gonna like I'm finally gonna wake up on a Saturday and be like, this is going to be a cool game just to see a Memphis, just to see a Tulsa, just to see a, or a, sorry, Tulane, Tulane. not, be, yeah. not because I, you know, rooting for those teams, but it, it's one, it's going to bring people in because they're not playing, you know, the same old, same old, but yeah. two, like you're, you want high level football and that's this next step to the AACs is going to be that. So. um, And playing SMU in a conference game, in my opinion, it adds even more to the rivalry. Oh yeah, like because not if, only if North Texas just, is somehow above them in the conference, or not even that, but like I mean, yes, obviously that. But in theory, if now it's not only for bragging rights. Like, let's say SMU actually does come into that game with only two losses to TCU in Oklahoma, and let's say they're like you know ranked and all this stuff, and North Texas somehow wins. Yeah, and SMU somehow doesn't win the conference title because of that. 
like that's that's it's it's a different it's a different uh, feeling. It's a different yeah, rivalry. You can play spoilers. Cool. Yeah, same thing with UTSA, right? Yep. Even though UTSA was already a conference opponent, now UTSA is looking to take the next next step. North Texas is kind of rebuilding, but that's just what you you have a lot more high leverage games. It feels like if yeah. UTSA, and this is hopefully the case for North Texas in a couple of years, if UTSA or SMU, um, more so UTSA because they're taking the step up. If UTSA has a really really good year and wins the conference they're going to be a top 15 team in the country oh like, yeah if they beat houston and win the conference and their only loss is to tennessee or they're 10 and 2 with losses to tennessee and t- tulane like the, the the scheduled thing won't be a thing anymore yep you know what i mean so that yep. that's going to be interesting for teams like that and that's where north texas hopes to get in the future because that's the whole point of stepping into this conference yeah. is that if you are very very good you can prove it and there's no more of these getting to bowl games just because you played six of the worst teams in the country. Sorry. Agreed. Like that. That's just how it goes. All right. Um, so overall schedule, <laughs> way too early predictions, Colin. Because we got to get the content out, Colin. We got to tell people uh, what we're thinking here. Let's see. Three I'm... and five in conference. And I said that five and seven. Yeah, you said two and two in non-conference. Yep. Yeah. And my thinking behind them going two and two in non-conference is that it's not going to be easy out the gate with a new coach. And no, yeah, you're. I, it, I have very, very little expectations for this year. Yeah, like my expectations, like I said, look like a confident team and start to I build an identity. Yep, that you can sustain, that is repeatable. That we've seen Jeff Trailer do at UTSA. That we've seen uh, great coaches do Willie Fritz do at Tulane, so on and so forth. Against the eye test. Yeah. Build an identity, win some games you're not supposed to, um, fight, and not shoot yourself in the foot, as we've seen this team do time after time after time. So, yep. um, I'll go six and six, and I'll be the optimist there. Uh, whether they win a bowl game or not, I don't know. I'm not worried about that. But it will be interesting. New slate of teams, new opponents, no more UTEPs. Um, I mean, even though they still have LaTeX and FIU, so that's FIU LaTeX. You want to know what's really funny about the whole bowl game thing too? Is that for those the four hardest teams in the conference schedule would all be a bowl game for North Texas, you know, in the past. Like if they won. Like it oh, like yeah. if you had like an SMU that goes six and six would play like a nine and three exactly. North Texas. You know what I mean? So it's it's that that's when I say like it's gonna be fun to wake up and see how they compete against these teams. Yeah. Um it, yeah. And I enjoyed that. I like that they're not playing Rice um and Charlotte. FAU. Are they playing Charlotte this year? No, I'm I'm glad that they're not. Yeah. yeah, they're not playing Charlotte, FAU, and Rice this year. Yeah. So we get a just a whole new slate of teams coming in. So that'll be interesting. All right, there we have it. It's a nice little, I don't know how long this was, 15, 20-minute pod. Talk about the schedule. Let us know what you think. What do you think they're going to go? Uh, do you see six and six? Do you see five and seven? Do you? What's the conference record you're thinking? Who are they going to upset? Um, a lot of things to talk about. We hope we covered it all for y'all. Uh, we'll continue to have some football talk, you know, as spring unfolds, as we get more from Eric Morris and so on and so forth. Um, but, yeah. That's all for now. Uh, Leave us a like, comment, share, and subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening. And we will be be back after the next basketball game probably, or after the next two, probably after the regular season ends. Yeah, I feel like that's a good way. Unless middle just looks awful. No, it won't. It won't. Positivity, Colin. Oh, I was I wasn't being negative. I was just saying that. No, I know. Way. Yeah, I know. We'll we'll probably do our um brackets. Fill out our brackets. Oh, that'll be fun on that pod. So, all right. Uh, we will talk to y'all later.